Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. everyone, and welcome to the Lauren Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon. Okay, everyone, happy Wednesday. It's been very intense um, the last couple weeks with Ukraine and Russia and everything, so hopefully um, this podcast can give you somewhat of a break from the real world. <laughs> I'm hoping that it still entertains everybody and um, provides you guys just with an outlet for, for entertainment and for shows and, and books and whatnot. So um, now, <laughs> with that being said, today's episode is a little bit different. I have a former CIA agent. Um, his name is Rick Prado, and he wrote a book that came out yesterday. So I interviewed him yesterday, which was March 1st, and his book came out, and the book is called, um, I probably should know the name of the book. <laughs> That's really, really terrifying. Sorry. It's called Black Ops, The Life of a CIA Shadow Warrior. So... I speak to him about this book and I am just so impressed with him and just so floored by what he has to say. Obviously, I generally talk to actors and directors and politicians and I've never actually spoken to someone um, or a former CIA agent. So this was super interesting to me and he's just such a brave guy, but also very uh, reasonable, if that makes sense. He was super easy to talk to Um, and we had sort of a lot more in common <laughs> than I would have imagined. But um, but no, so I think you're going to find this episode very interesting, very entertaining. Um, again, we do talk a little bit about the news, but, you know, hopefully you, this still is, is an escape for you all. Um, and I know I've been doing two interviews per episode, but Obviously, life happens, and I had, oh my gosh, I had a really awesome interview scheduled for Monday, but they had to push it back. So hopefully that'll happen over the next couple weeks. I don't know if you guys are watching um, Genius on Netflix. That's the Kanye documentary. It's so good. Um, I was actually supposed to interview Cootie and Chike, who uh, directed and um, put together like Kanye's doc. It's, I mean, they're so talented and this doc is insane. That's why I really wanted to talk to them. So hopefully that happens um, in the next couple weeks because I think that you're really going to find them interesting. And I just, you know, I kind of put it all together, but I feel like Kanye West was kind of going crazy on Instagram and social media over Kim just to sort of uh, bring some hype to this doc. I think he's kind of calmed down a little bit, but that just shows you the power of PR. But anyway, um, back to Rick. So I just want to give you uh, just a rundown about the book. I'm just going to read um, what it says. It says, it's an insider account of the CIA from a lifelong op. Now, these guys rarely talk or most importantly are given a chance to. This is a first. So with agency approval, he tells his whole career, highlighted by operations globally in Central America, Asia, 
the Middle East dealing with international terrorism and communist regimes. And Rick still trains and um, and works with law enforcement officials as well. So he had a great piece in the New York Post and his prof- he was profiled on CBS a Sunday morning um, this past Sunday. He is just a very, very honorable man. So I am going to play my interview with Rick Prado. How are you? How are you? Doing great. Thank you for having me on. Yes, of course. I mean, this is this is very sexy to me, Rick. I've never talked to a former <laughs> CIA operative. <laughs> I'm very, very, well, uh, yeah, I'm hot you. and bothered. I'm very excited. Um, now, Rick, I have to ask you what, and, and forgive me for just being so um, clueless on this stuff, but what exactly is a shadow warrior for the CIA? Well, the agency has two primary missions. One is collecting intelligence to serve our country. The other one is covert action on behalf of the of, of the U.S. president. And covert action means doing something that nobody finds out about. So mm-hmm. when you are doing black ops, you are in the shadow of, you know, you cannot be, you know, uh, you've got to fly under the radar. Um, and you have yeah. to have the proper racial tradecraft to survive that. So that's, that's kind of the, uh, the, the, the flow of, of the title. Yeah, I love that. Oh my gosh, that's a uh, that's very mysterious and very, you know, you're you're a very brave guy. I um I read up a lot about you, but I'm super super Thank impressed. You. Um yeah, of course. So just tell us about this book. Um the book is released this week, I believe. Uh Today. you can correct me. What is it? Today. Today. Oh my gosh, that's yes. so exciting. Today. Yeah, yes. so tell me about this book and why you think that people should be interested in reading it and also why it's timely rick it, it is very timely let's start with that part because mm. um you know i i i am a cuban born refugee legal that came to this country in 1962 by himself to an orphanage in colorado but i saw what communism did to my family and to my first country and i think mm. that that planted the seed of, of my future convictions about doing something about it but you know the, if the book was written primarily to educate Americans on what the CIA really does. My agency is the most maligned and misunderstood federal agency out there. And, and my brethren who are all patriotic, professional, uh, God and country loving individuals are mm-hmm. often portrayed as maniacal assassins, uh, you know, uh, selling drugs. Nothing could be further from the truth. So the goal of the book is to educate as many people as possible so they understand what real operations are like. And yes, they're sexy and yes, they're dangerous. Um, and, but primarily the ethos of my, my brethren in, in the agency. So right. that's the goal. And uh, throughout the book, you're going to see, you're going to be immersed in fights against communism, uh, the difficulties and the complexities of dealing with, uh, with terrorism, uh, the collection and, 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 the, and the wear and tear on the, on the people and the families. Yeah. Uh, those are all realities there that, that are highlighted in the book, including the uh, the picadillos of, of, of political will and or lack thereof. So right. that's all well documented. Right. I'm I'm super excited to read this only because it's like you said, I know, like I joke a lot, like it is sexy and I, I, I do find it very hot. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but like, you know, this. Sorry, I know I'm ridiculous. But like this is this is real shit. It's scary. And. I, for one, I'm just so grateful that there's people like you 
out there whose brains are wired in this this certain way, you know, um, that you want to protect people. You want to protect people that are not just your family. You want to protect your country. I love that. I love that so much. Um, now, just sort well, thank of. Thank you. And I'm not alone, by the way. Yeah, I mean, you're not alone. And, and I'll say just with everything going on with Russia and Ukraine right now, it's made me realize uh, how pathetic we are as a country. Forgive me. Um, and it's just, you know, it. I've always been super proud to be an American. And I don't know, just lately, I'm, I'm just looking at Ukraine and their leadership. And I'm like, wow, this is just incredible. And there's people out there like you, you know, and the Ukrainian president that just are just so freaking brave, right? So brave, so selfless. And um, I just look up to you guys. Well, you know, I, I think that um, this country, our country, will never have a shortage of warriors. I think that is part of our, our ethos. I think we just need to do better politically. But, you know, yeah. any, any, anybody who thinks, Lauren, that this is a surprise that Putin is doing what he's doing, mm. has not studied history, even at the most superficial level. Because everything communist, Russian and Chinese, has always been based on complete control of the population right. and in expansionism. And Putin said it from day one when he took power, and he was a former KGB, senior KGB officer. All right? So he was kind of like yeah. my counterpart. Um, he, he said it from the beginning. My goal is to resuscitate the Soviet Union. So what part of that didn't we understand? No. Now, I know. unfortunately... They, they're opportunistic and they feel that at this moment we're not in our best of, of strength and they're, they're testing that. And yes. I, I am not surprised. I mean, when people, when they went into Ukraine, I was sad because I know what those poor people are going through firsthand. Right. Um, but I was not surprised. No. And I think, I think I'm with you on that. They, they saw a weakness and I'm not blaming one person in particular, but you know, it's like the writing is on the wall here. So I, I totally agree with everything you're saying. Now you definitely believe, obviously you're, you're all for democracy here. You are, you, you sound like you're not really, really for socialism at all. And I kind of love that. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, any, you know, socialism, and that's a very good point. And thanks for bringing it out uh, mm -hmm. because socialism is just a mask that that mm. communist monster uses to lure you into the utopia that we are going to make everybody equal. They are going to make everybody equal, subservient and impoverished and oppressed. And then the nomenclature of the country, the leaders, they're the ones that benefit from it because they're no different than any major t dictator we've had in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. That is what they are. Socialism is it's a mass for communism. That's all it is. <laughs> Rick, I love you. Let's go. Let's go get a beer. What are you doing later? <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Seriously, I, I could not agree more. Now, don't give anything away for the book, but let's just give the listeners a little bit of a, a teaser here. Can you just quickly tell me about one of the scariest things that's ever happened to you where you might have sort of thought your life was over and not to I don't want to like um, make you have a bad day or anything. I, that's not my intention, but you know. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, there, there's absolutely, Lauren. And uh, there you. are probably six or eight uh, really uh, highlighted uh, stories there that, uh, that tell the, you know, to tell, paint a picture of what we do and how we really do it. Mm. But the one that comes to mind was more on the paramilitary side. I had sent in uh, some of my, uh, mosquito Indians to uh, do a sabotage. They had blown up a pier on the on the west side. Uh, sorry, 
on the east side of, of Nicaragua. And now they were going to try to blow up another port in, in the west side of Nicaragua. And their, their boats got stranded, and I had to go in and get them. I literally jumped out of a helicopter into the water with oh, tools and explosives to blow the boats up, whatever. And uh, we were in Nicaraguan waters, and when we went back for the second boat later in the day, uh, we came under fire. They were shooting flares, trying to find out. They knew we were out there. By you the were under the water, chatter, hiding you know, from the flares? Sorry. We were in the boat. We had a very small uh, profile boat. It was about a 26-footer, uh, open fisherman kind of thing. So that, that gives off a very uh, small signal. Mm. And they started uh, fl- throwing flares, you know, popping flares. But then what they would do when the flares didn't work is called recon by fire, where they will put a, a, a bunch of, you know, rifle uh, um, rafts into a particular area yeah. and hope that there's return fire. Now they know and they can geolocate you. Well, I only had an M16 and a Browning pistol, so I wasn't about to shoot anybody 100 yards away. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But that, what, that sorry, one what's was an M16? Uh, an attention getter. Sorry. An M16, yes. An M16 is the main military rifle that we use. It's called now the M4 because it's been the, the new phases of it, but it's still basically an M16. It's the American oh. rifle. Should I know that? Is that dumb of me to ask? I feel like I should, maybe I should know that. <laughs> I mean, I'm a podcast host. What the hell? Never mind. It's not that dumb. Anyway, so sorry. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and like and like I said, that one that was one of, of several times when the, the when you call it an oh shit moment. Yeah. Um, that you realize that <laughs> hey, I better have my act together here, or or you're not gonna make it out of this. I mean, and, Rick, uh, kind of more than oh shit. You're like oh, like were you, did you have a family then? Did you have were you thinking about this? Like, what was going through your head? Well, yeah, I do have family. I did have family then. Uh, my, my kids were young, but, uh, but you know, it's been so easy for me because I have a purpose. Mm. I know that this was the path that I had to, that was put in front of me. I'll give credit to myself. I had the courage to follow that path because it's not an easy one. Yes. And the sacrifices are there. But uh, um, I, I was doing this partially for my family also because they are the ones that are going to inherit this country. Yes. Oh my gosh. You're so right. That's such a good point. That actually really moves me to hear you say that. And I, um, I, <laughs> I hate to say it, but one of the reasons I think I have two kids, that I, I probably wouldn't have a third kid is just because the world is so messed up and it's just so it's not, it hasn't been a super pleasant place. Not that I think that my children should have all rainbows and butterflies all the time, but it's just, a lot different from when I was growing up. And I really, my kids are little right now and I really get nervous about, you know, when they're older, what is going to become of, you know, society and, and our, our culture and everything. So, um, but yeah, I really appreciate you talking to me. You were such a delight. I really, really enjoyed this, Rick. Thank you very much. So did I. And thank you so much for having me. Yes, of course. I honestly, I'm going to get your book and I'm going to read it it's um, Agent Rick Prado, CIA agent, life of a CIA shadow warrior out today. This is so awesome, Rick. Thanks again. <laughs> Have a great day. All right. Same thing. Take Bye. care. Okay. That was Rick Prado. Um, I also wanted to add that Rick received the CIA's most distinguished career intelligence medal, Wow, I really can't talk today, Um, which is the highest award given upon retirement. Um, And he was given the George Bush Award for Excellence in Counterterrorism. So again, a highly decorated man. And as you could hear, he was just so sweet and interesting. 
So um, you can all get his book. I think that I'm going to get it today just because I really was impressed by him. So thanks for listening, guys. If you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple. And I should have a couple guests for you in the next episode. So we'll back, we'll be back to the new format. So, um, oh, also don't forget to follow me at Lauren underscore interviews or at Lauren or Conlet underscore Lauren on Twitter. Um, all right. Thanks for listening. Until next time.